That's the sound of the shakuhachi that you're hearing, one of the most iconic wind instruments in Japan. It's an ancient bamboo flute that's held vertically with five finger holes. And its name in the Japanese language simply denotes the length of the instrument. In terms of its origin, it's widely believed that the bamboo flute made its way to Japan from China around the 8th century. The instrument used to be popular in China during the Tang and Song dynasties. During that period, a Japanese monk was sent to China who stayed in a temple in today's Hangzhou city. One night, he happened to hear a monk next door playing the bamboo flute and was fascinated by the sound. He then asked the master to teach him. After learning the instrument, he brought it back to his country. That was Chinese shakuhachi player Fang Guanghui from Putian, Fujian province. According to Fang, for some reason, the instrument then disappeared in China with the rise and fall of dynasties, whereas in Japan, it saw vigorous development. It played an important role in gagaku, or Japanese court music. Over the centuries, many Japanese artists have dedicated their lives to the inheritance and advancement of the shakuhachi and also formed different schools. In recent years, the instrument has seen a return to China with an increasing number of people playing the shakuhachi. Fang was among the first to learn the instrument from Japanese masters and has now established a local shakuhachi school called Hanshan, a name derived from a hermit in the Tang dynasty. Originally from China to Japan, and now from Japan back to China, the shakuhachi is considered by many as a witness of the cultural exchanges between the two nations. In this episode, Fang shares his musical encounter with the bamboo flute and a few shakuhachi solo pieces. The one you're hearing now is titled Crane's Nest, one of the most celebrated traditional pieces.
Among several extant versions, Fang says this one is the oldest and also the most difficult, which lasts for almost 12 minutes. This piece depicts the life cycle of the cranes. The crane mother raises a fledgling and watches it grow before bidding it farewell as it flies away. And the mother is left to live out her life. It symbolizes the circle of life.
and that was Crane's Nest by Fang Guanghui. The musician used to be a guitarist in a band called Lao Jie, literally meaning Old Street in Chinese. He played the guitar for quite a few years and never thought that one day he would give it up for another instrument. He says the background music for Japanese films first caught his attention. I've been doing independent music for nearly 30 years. As I look back, I first heard the sound of the shakuhachi by watching films from the famous Japanese director Akira Kurosawa. There's this sound of an instrument from the soundtracks that can penetrate the soul, but I didn't know what it was back then. The shakuhachi is often used in samurai films, which depict the traditional Japanese warriors. It's also featured in the theme song of the hit Japanese anime series, Naruto. According to Fang, he and his bandmates were initially based in the city of Xiamen, and later went to Shanghai to pursue their musical career. And during that time, he stumbled across shakuhachi music. In Shanghai, I had an opportunity to meet many foreign musicians from all over the world. There was a French bassist, and I copied some records from him. Among them was a classic record by Japanese shakuhachi master Koku Nishimura. When I first heard his music, I felt like I was struck by lightning. Fang initially learned to play the instrument on his own, but later had a chance to learn from an apprentice of the late master, Koku Nishimura, who preferred the longer and thicker version of the flute. For many beginners, the shakuhachi is one of the most difficult flutes to produce a tone. Fang says that's why it's hard to stick with. Many people would give up in a few months. Some would give up after a few years because it's too tiring. Before I learned from Japanese masters, I had practiced for over 10 hours a day, and it really drained my energy. At that time, when I met my band members, they would always find me breathless when I spoke. It's because I practiced too much, which affected my health. Fong says playing the shakuhachi is all about breathing, and that's why it's largely associated with Zen meditation. After learning a bit of Zen from the Japanese artists, Fong has found that it was able to boost his energy. Then I started to meditate, a way to rest your body and restore some energy. Now I have formed a habit. Every day, when I get up or before I go to bed, I would meditate for at least half an hour. In 2015, the musician set up the Hanshan School to localize the instrument in the Chinese context. Japanese shakuhachi schools have incorporated their unique cultural characteristics in their music which sometimes can be a barrier for Chinese listeners. So I created works like the one titled Compassion, which I think can relate to more Chinese people. So on that note, let's hear Compassion.
This piece was created while I was going on a national tour. At that time, I went to the city of Gongyi in Henan province to perform. The organizers took me to a nearby historic site where the renowned 8th century Chinese poet Du Fu was born. I wrote this piece while I was in that cave dwelling. I was surprised that the music was well received by the public. It has a sense of antiquity and a bit resembling Zen music. I sometimes think I must have been inspired by the spirit of the poet. That was compassion. During the pandemic, Fang left Shanghai to return to his hometown. Now, away from the hustle and bustle of city life, he's currently enjoying a period of tranquility and solitude. Next up, we have Departed Tone.
这件民间这件祭奠死亡的一些仪式啊。Here in Putian, we have various folk customs of worship, especially on various traditional occasions. This song is themed on death, which at that time was rarely touched upon by artists in China. But the customs have been kept here for centuries, and many people still hold ceremonies to pay homage to the deceased. Many say the song is distinctive with a bit of eeriness, but actually, it also expresses a comfort to the living. 
When it comes to techniques, it really needs time to polish, to grind an iron rod into a needle, as the Chinese saying goes. Other than that, what's important is how much soul and emotion you put into that work. Fang says the process of learning the instrument has also changed his personality. He was able to get rid of impetuousness and gain inner peace. In the meantime, he shared that he's also glad to see more young people taking up the instrument. Nowadays, an increasing number of people are learning the instrument, including many youngsters. I think in the future it will have a revival in China, just like the ancient Chinese leader Gu Qing. But it takes time, and it also needs people like us to pave the way. And with that, we've reached the end of this episode of Music Talks. To hear more from us, be sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. We hope to see you here again next time. But until then, bye for now.